0: Hello and welcome to episode number 11 of Fitness Unraveled, the show that motivates, educates and unravels the confusing online health and fitness space. I'm Jess Lockwood, a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, hoping to be that fire behind you to encourage you in making a better decision or just a smile, knowing that you've got whatever life throws at you today. Wow, it has been a hot minute, but we're back and we're getting straight into things. Today's podcast has been inspired by my own realising my coping strategies related to dealing with some difficult emotions I've been experiencing over the last couple of months. It's important to note at the start here that it's extremely difficult for our bodies to naturally deal with complex and discomforting emotions. We subconsciously seek ways in which we can outlet these emotions and suppress them without having to deal with them. A lot of the time we turn to things like sex, alcohol and food in order to numb what we're feeling and what we might be going through at that time. Today, I'm going to be speaking specifically on overeating, why you might be overeating and practical ways to get rid of this coping strategy that is no longer serving you once and for all. I hope that this episode starts to break away the stigma associated with overeating that it shouldn't be frowned upon or something to be shamed or guilty about. That is because most of the time it has nothing to do with your willpower or discipline around certain foods and is much more deep rooted than that. Firstly, I want to distinguish the difference between binge eating disorder and overeating. A lot of the time people will refer to overeating as binging and this isn't always the case. Binge eating is very different from overeating. Yes, they do involve eating large amounts of food at one time. But the key difference here is with binge eating disorder, you feel a complete loss of control over your body. Whereas with overeating, if you really had to, you could stop. With overeating, there is mild discomfort. And binge eating, on the other hand, can feel quite painful. Both tend to result in feelings of shame and guilt. And also a promise that this is the last time and you'll be better from tomorrow. Sound familiar? I'm going to discuss here five hard truths about ways to overcome overeating. And these five things, people are actually reluctant to change, believe it or not, because they find it so difficult to comprehend. Number one, eat regular meals. And this is a really hard thing for many to do. With overeating, we are quote-unquote good during the day, and then we tend to overeat at night. Then, we wake up in the morning, and because we overate the night before, we're not so hungry that morning. So, you'll think, oh, I'll compensate by not eating in the morning because I'm going to make up for the night before. This is one of the worst things you can do. And although it feels counterintuitive, the thing you should do is have your breakfast when you wake up, to start regular eating patterns, say three meals a day and two large snacks, eating every three to four hours. This regular meal consumption is negatively correlated to overeating and binge eating. In other words, it has been shown that eating regularly like this means that you are less likely to overeat in the evening. And the reason that this works is because it disrupts the whole over restricting and overeating cycle it disrupts the impact of delaying food and undereating because when you're hungry it's a lot harder to recognize your fullness cues number two you may be practicing dietary restraint even though you're not dieting you may think you're not restricting because you're not counting calories, but you may have developed an all or nothing way of thinking without realising it. For example, if you don't allow yourself to eat pizza on a Tuesday, but only on a weekend. However, on this occasion, you decide to have the pizza on a Tuesday because your boyfriend wants Domino's too for Tuesday. And after three slices, even though you're not hungry, you end up eating the whole thing way past fullness until you feel sick because it's a bad food and you've started so you may as well finish. The important thing here is not to practice dietary restraint. So introducing these foods in a planned way at planned times is so important to navigate your way through overeating these types of food and not labeling them as being good or bad. They're just foods. It's very important you include all foods into your diet, including any fear foods, the food that you think you'll overeat when it's in the house. Number three, going on another diet is not gonna fix your overeating. It actually masks the problem. As soon as you stop dieting, the overeating is still there and you haven't addressed the reasons why you're overeating. You haven't addressed the emotions. You're just masking it with diet after diet and if this is the case fat loss cannot be the main focus if you're someone that continually overeats if you lost the fat and gained it back again it's the diet that failed you you didn't fail the diet it didn't teach you how to maintain the results long term so stop going on diet after diet you need to fix the problem underneath number four for most people Overeating is a result of emotional dysregulation, i.e. you're not able to regulate your emotions properly. If we're looking at emotional eating and overeating, it's the inability to identify our feelings, thoughts and sensations. With this, we also feel judgment over our feelings and identify with our feelings, such as I am this, I am that, as opposed to separating your feelings from your own self and as well as our ability to respond accordingly. This is important because when we're overeating, we're not responding with what we need, but we're responding in a habitual pathway. When we start to emotionally regulate, we're looking at then creating new pathways, new responses to stresses instead of overeating itself. Instead of sitting with our feelings we tend to distract ourselves and numb our emotions with food and this is totally normal especially if we were rewarded with food as children like getting ice cream for being good that day or being taken out for pizza for getting good grades at school. This then will naturally translate to adulthood as a way of soothing oneself but Ideally, we need to find other ways to regulate our emotions and not to always feel like we should be rewarding ourselves or avoiding our emotions with food. Number five, overeating has played an important part in your life and you're reluctant to let it go. It's important to accept that overeating has played a certain role for you. And when you're letting it go, you're letting go of a coping strategy that had its place in your life. For example, you might have started overeating when you were 15 because something happened in your family and you overate to numb whatever it was you were feeling. Subconsciously, you might be thinking that, you know, there's actually a good way to stifle these negative emotions and taking it away is going to be like letting go of a safety blanket. We need to figure out why you used it as a coping mechanism and to recognize that before you let it go. Now, let's dig a li- little bit deeper on this last point because it may unravel why you might be overeating. Often, we put overeating down to a lack of willpower or self-control, as I said earlier. However, a lot of the time, we do not overeat through habit. It's actually a way to regulate ourselves in some way, regulate our emotions suppressing negative emotions when we were younger we often we turn to food to numbness because at that age we're uneducated on other methods such as journaling or exercise for example and ways to handle our negative emotions it's rarely a conscious decision it's our bodies our brains looking for an outlet it's a way of dealing with what we're feeling then what we do is we bring this into our adulthood as a way to take ourselves away from these negative emotions. And especially if, if you decide at some point in your life you're going to be really positive, you're going to be this positive person, then your negative emotions, they have to go somewhere. And if you're not the type to show these to the world, you can turn to food to squash those feelings without even realizing it. You can't keep that positive persona forever. It's important to note as well, we shouldn't get frustrated at ourselves for turning to food at this time and wish that we do things differently over and over again. It's an unhelpful mindset because we have to make space for understanding that overeating played an important role for us in our lives at some point. We really have to look at things like it was serving a purpose. Try to think back at the time when the overeating started. How old were you? what did you look like what was going on that person was doing the very best they could in that situation do you really want to look back at that kid that young adult version of yourself by giving them abuse for not dealing with things in a different way no because you know that they were doing the best they could they deserve compassion when we recognize this we can thank them for protecting us and move on to more helpful coping strategies. Here's an action point for you to finish. Get a journal. Start reflecting on when that first happened to you when you were younger. What was happening to you at that time? Can you visualize that younger self and say thanks? Can you recognize how helpful overeating was at the time and the soothing that it served? Once you've done this, look to the future and see how you can do things differently. How are you going to start feeling the harder emotions? Are you going to journal? Talk to people, friends, family? Are you Are going to go to therapy? Only when you start doing that will you find success in your fat loss, your relationship with food, and find a little bit more peace with where you're at. Thank you so much for listening. If you do have any questions or want to know more about working with me, head to my website link in the show notes or catch me on Instagram at Jessica Lockwood. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to podcasts so that you can be notified whenever a new episode becomes available. I really do appreciate your time and I'll see you next time.